Hi there, this is part two of planning my trip to Walla Walla. In the last episode, we focused on booking accommodations and finding a tour company. This episode will focus on choosing the right wineries and creating an itinerary. I said it before, planners don't get enough credit. There is a lot of pressure in designing an itinerary. And if anything goes wrong, guess who gets the blame? Just like I do with my wine tours, I don't want any surprises. I like to allow the group to have some skin in the game. My tip for all those planners out there is to share your plans and itinerary openly in an email. I know this can be a little risky, but with wine tours, I state it like facts versus making it seem like a question. I try to imply that this is a thoughtfully curated schedule, and unless you have a serious problem with it, go with the flow. Like I said, this can be risky depending on the characters you have in your group, but for the most part I find that your friends will be appreciative that you did all the work. And since you got their buy-off, if anything goes wrong, everyone can take some ownership. It helps to take a little pressure off. We have three days in Walla Walla, so I wanted to kick off the first day with a wine tour. And I have two main reasons for doing this. It kicks off the trip with a worry-free day for the planner. They can sit back, relax, and have someone else host. In this case, I'm the planner, so I'm really looking forward to it. The other key reason is you never know what gems of advice you'll get from your host or the wineries that you visit. Locals, especially those that are on the front line of hospitality, they have the best advice to share regarding restaurants or other wineries to visit and local activities. Heck, there may even be some special events happening that you can spontaneously join. The last time I was in Walla Walla, there was a food truck event at one of the local breweries. And coming from Portland, you take food trucks seriously. So we attended the event and had a wonderful time watching the sunset. There was delicious food and we drank beer like a local. At the end of the last episode, I mentioned finding Freddie G's wine tours. And since then, we've talked on the phone. We've shared some texts and emails. Freddie is delightful. He's very accommodating and forthcoming with information. I told him our priority was good wine with a mix of established and small boutique wineries. He gave me four wineries, Canvas Back, Caprio Cellars, Kinhaven, and Va Piano. Then he told me to look them up. This is not something I ask of my customers, mostly because like me, I know if they care enough, they'll do it anyway. And the others, well, they just have the willpower to trust the curator. Of course, I'm not the latter. So I looked up each winery and they hit the mark of what I was looking for, for sure. Good wine, some glam, and some hole-in-the-wall winemaking. I love taking risks and not cross-referencing this advice with Google. If you recall, I also took the same approach with choosing a wine tour company. A good wine tour company shouldn't take too much back and forth. I loved Freddie's recommendations right from the get-go, so I gave him the go-ahead with one little change. He recommended the four wineries, and in a five-hour period, I requested that we only go with three. When you are wine tasting, as you visit more wineries, your palate changes. Have you ever bought wine you were really excited about, and then when you tasted it again when you got home, it's less impressive? There's a euphoria effect at wineries, but also the fact that you have tasted so much wine in a single day that your palate could have been totally toasted. Three wineries, especially with a group, allows for tasting and some socializing without being in a rush to go to the next place. Okay, let's recap. Thursday is wine tour day with Freddie. That leaves Friday to visit a few wineries on our own and Saturday for some downtown wine tasting and exploring. Seems simple enough, but gone are the days of being spontaneous. I have to make winery reservations for Friday. 
I'm going to roll with the assumption that Saturday, if we're tasting downtown, they'll most wineries will likely take the walk-in business. And if they don't take the walk-in business, I don't really want to be there because I feel like if you're a downtown winery, you're capitalizing on the foot traffic. Okay, so here's my thinking for how I'm going to choose wineries for Friday. A good wine tour company like Freddie G will recommend wineries in a single region. Why do they do this? It's the best way to ensure your time is spent in a tasting room and not in a vehicle. Walla Walla's regions are West Side, East Side, South Side, and Airport Way, and the Downtown District. Our wine tour is centered around the South Side, which means I want to focus on a different region for Friday. A great place to get familiar with regions is the local wineries association. So I googled Walla Walla Wine, and sure enough, they are the first URL. Associations and city websites usually have great maps for understanding the wineries in different regions. I typically am cautious about association maps because uh, usually they're membership based, which means that they might only present wineries that are part of their membership, whereas city maps might be more inclusive of all wineries. But nonetheless, I usually cross-reference them both to make sure I'm not missing anything. So in full transparency, while I was doing some research on various regions, I posted part one of this podcast and received some great comments back. And some included some great winery recommendations, including La Cole 41 and Woodward Canyon Winery. Word of mouth is the best, and social media can be a great way if you feel like putting it out there to get some feedback um, when you're doing some planning. It's pretty much a vetted recommendation and a no-brainer. So I immediately made reservations at those two wineries. The third and final winery for day two caught my eye as I was reading an article in the Seattle Met on the best Walla Walla wineries. Valdemar Estates is stunning and features a restaurant and lunch plans are kind of important. So with that in mind, I thought it would be the perfect place. So that's three wineries, Valdemar Lacole 41 and Woodward Canyon Canyon Winery, which means day two of wine tasting is complete. My other goal was to do a day of wine tasting in the downtown tasting rooms. Now, most often people want to go out on the vineyard and enjoy the scenery just as much as the wine. And I totally support that and I enjoy that too. It's a big priority for me. However, I'm a big advocate for the in-town tasting rooms and am constantly trying to promote them when planning tours in the Willamette Valley. Typically, downtown areas feature wineries that don't have their own vineyard, but amazing wine from sourced grapes. These tasting rooms can also feature wines from other regions, or they could be a second location for a bigger winery. Plus, the urban tasting rooms are nicely decorated and within walking distance if you are staying at accommodations in town. All right, I just found all the wineries that I want to go to, and I'm already exhausted, but I haven't even made the reservations. Make this part easy on yourself and make the reservations at least three to four weeks in advance. This will guarantee more time slots will be open and you can easily choose times that fit your flow. For Friday's itinerary, two of the wineries were on the west side and one was located on the south side, Valdemar, which was also our lunch spot. So I set an appointment at 1230 at Valdemar and then I figured we'd venture over to the west side for a 3 p.m. appointment and then leave the last one open since they allow walk-ins. That way, if we are tired, we can head back to our place without feeling guilty. That leaves our third and final day, which is our downtown day. 
Freddie had recommended Va Piano for our wine tour, but since I only wanted three wineries, I saved that fourth one, Va Piano, because I noticed they had a very trendy wine bar downtown. Since most of the downtown tasting rooms are walk-in, I've decided to take the wait and see approach. Maybe we'll get a recommendation while we're in town, or maybe we'll choose to go to a different area like Airport Way, which is similar to a downtown area with new boutique tasting rooms. So I kind of felt like leaving this day spontaneous was the best approach. So let's wrap this planning up. It helps to have some focus. Know what kind of amenities and vibes you want for your accommodations and have some general expectations for, for your wine tasting experience and use that to guide your research. If you like a certain grape varietal or if you wanna find a smaller, more unknown winery, these details will help you know where to search. Ask friends, leverage social media if you have to, hire a tour company, and before you know it, your perfect itinerary will come together. Plan three to four weeks in advance and make your winery reservations and don't cram too much in the day, three wineries max, and allow yourself the grace to only visit two. Drinking can be so exhausting. And my last bit of advice, take morning walks and get your blood flowing and start the day off with a clear mind. Thank you guys so much for listening and being here. I know that I went on and on about this planning, but I wanted to be really transparent about how difficult and intimidating it can be to plan a trip such as a wine tasting trip that requires so many logistics and advanced reservations and so forth and so forth. So I hope you found this podcast beneficial. Please share your feedback, ask your questions. Uh, we love being a resource no matter what wine country you're in. I, I truly believe that so many of these tips are applicable anywhere and we just love to connect. So until next time, have a great day. So there you have it, another longer than two minute tasting tip. But let's be real, there are some key takeaways and we just couldn't cut it short. If you like what you've learned and you want to know more, subscribe or visit our blog at nwwineshuttle.com.